their own set of challenges. Who better to give you advice than these knuckleheads? Who let them have a podcast anyway? Need <laughs> <laughs> your mama's permission. This is the Battle Podcast. What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Full Money Johnny. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Damn right you are, Ray. What Ray. up, Ray Ray? What up, yo? How What's y'all doing? What's going on, brothers? Oh, man. Chilling like a man. Mainer on the hiatus, like a, man. Dude, he's been on like a two-week hiatus. Good thing we're not Sheesh. paying this guy. Oh, dude, you ain't kidding, man. You know that raise we gave him? That, that whole three three times what five he was? Five times. It was five 2. times. 2.5. Yeah, five times nothing. You know, we got docking. Yeah, he's going back to three times. Slacker. How does this guy figure he gets a two-week vacation? I don't know. And he even worked a year yet. I don't know. He, you know, I honestly think he don't really provide stats that we need, so I don't, I don't think he's going to be missed. <laughs> I think I'm a better statistician. To be yeah, I, have to I, mean, I don't want to brag or anything, but I had actual stats on the yeah. last podcast. Well, that's true. Oh, that is true. I love you, Mana. We do, Mana. We Mayna, love you, brother. Mana, not here. <laughs> Mana, Mike. Mana, Mike. Mana, Mike. Mayna Mike, not him. Yeah, well, um, I, I'm glad that we're able to give all of his call signs because we don't know exactly which one is actually really his. Well, that's true. Of them. That is true. It's always fun podcasting with somebody with multiple personalities. It really is. <laughs> I don't think Mike knows half the time who Mike is. I'm just going to put it out. <laughs> you just don't know who you're going to get. Yeah. No, you know, you might get pissed off Mike that comes in here and then, then you get <laughs> drops the F-bomb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, drops the f bomb, and then you got uh, the only guy in the history of the podcast. Solemn Mike that, that comes yeah. in, don't say nothing. Yeah, I don't know what's up with him. Was that ninety-seven episodes? Are the only one to drop the f bomb? I know the only one to drop an f bomb was Mike Mana Mike. Man, I would have no, never. That was just uh, the Mainer at the time. Also, it's Mana Mana. I would have never, if I was a betting man, guessed that he would have been the one. I know, right? He, he cusses like a sailor, don't he? I yeah. <laughs> cusses like a sailor. Yeah, <laughs> bringing all that lobster up here in Maine. The guy's a sailor. Hey. Well, there you go. If you had 12 kids like him, you'd probably be cussing like a sailor, too. Yeah, I'd be true. pissed. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? This birth control, Mikey. Birth control. Dude. Work on it. TV. TV, man. Yeah, TV. Yeah. Is it TV? TV, internet. TV. I mean, I don't know. Find something else to do. <laughs> Other than making children. <laughs> <laughs> love you, man. Mike. Oh, we love you, Mike. We miss you, brother. We hope you're doing yeah. all right. Yeah. Can't wait to have you on. Hopefully, you make the next one. Yeah. Yeah, because um, you're missing one. Yeah, buddy. This time. So last week we was busting my jaw, my balls about the, all the cars and everything. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, it's getting a little. You better. still got balls after the last uh, <laughs> couple episodes? <laughs> I'm amazed. Now, now I do you better have, redneckinize that for you. Better red. <laughs> yeah, that's a sack that's worth talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they still there, but the plumbing's disconnected. He got more. He got more freaking. He got more cars than Matchbox at his house. I'll tell you right now, dude. <laughs> Oh, man, that's the best part about being an adult, though, man. I don't know how Sarah puts up with you. I really don't. I really don't either. I think I think the trick is, is that I got so much property that she doesn't really realize uh-huh. all the shit that's in the yard. <laughs> She's just like, keep him away from me. He's got to get busy. up and go to work before she wakes up. Yeah. Exactly. See, I have learned that as long as she can't really see him, they don't bother her. Yes. <laughs> so, I, dude, you wouldn't believe. I got I got like these big bushes that run down the driveway and all that. And up into the car. I got everything hidden back behind the bushes. I just don't know how Sarah, being as intelligent a woman she is, 
you somehow made her believe that those are lawn ornaments rather than cars <laughs> and trailers and shit. I just I cars found, and trailers and, and boats. Oh my! I finally. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the, <laughs> I mean, Oh my god. god. <laughs> I don't even know what to oh say. Oh you know my. what? Going in the You better check yourself, Johnny. Before you wreck yourself, uh, Ray Ray. I'm gonna tell you right now. You know, I think I might have already wrecked myself. You've done wrecked it. Oh man. And and that's the title of our podcast this week. It's called Check Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know that the first time I ever heard that phrase, I was it was in 1995. I was in boot camp in Fort Knox, Kentucky. Had wow, should I put some music on for no, this? No, no, no. You don't need only a trope. Oh, okay. But you know, back in the day when I was in the military, I was in basic training. I had a drill sergeant said, "You better check yourself before you wreck yourself." Ooh, that's good and words. Those words have always kind of stuck with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I, I think that, that that's a good topic when it comes to men, because a lot of times I think that's one of our biggest issues is we don't check ourselves enough. Well, you ain't we kidding. Yeah. I mean, how many guys out there listening to this podcast, honestly, have said something they probably shouldn't have said, especially to the missus? Me. Uh, never. Yeah. You be our yeah, okay. Frenzy. Yeah. Frenzy's uh -huh. full of shit. Yeah. Why are you lying on the podcast, bro? Bullshit! Yeah. Nah. Where's that button? Where's that button, brother? You you got to find that button again, bro. I tell you what, there's more than once for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, every guy out there, 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 there ain't a That's guy. That's bullshit! There we, we go. go. Fritzy's back. Fritzy's back. There ain't a guy out there that has never popped off and said something stupid. Oh, Are you yeah. kidding me? I'm like a pop-off valve on a hot water heater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Pressure's built. That shit gets too hot, man. I'm, I'm popping off. Hell to the yeah. And, and, and they, this kind of ties back to our last podcast about, you know, the words. Words have power, you know? If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to 96. You know, we talk about words have power. And us as guys, we really do have a tendency just to... Speak before we think. Yeah, yeah, without a <laughs> doubt. That's it. Boy, you got me, boy. I want to tell you right now. My wife has had to humble me. Oh, man. And let me tell you something. There is nothing worse than when the missus gives you that look like you done messed up. Like you said well, you something. you ain't lying. You said something, and you already know you done screwed you're, up. You're and toast. And she looks at you like, boy, you have crossed the you line. And you're like, oh, shit. And, and you know <laughs> what? You know what it really takes? It takes a real man. To identify that, see that, and humble himself. Be yeah, because most guys are too proud. They're too proud. They'd be like, no, I said it, and I mean it, and I'm going to stick to it. Well, I think that once we realize that kindness is not weakness, right? it's actually restrained strength. Exactly. Mm. Hey, like, say that again. Hang on. Say that yeah, again. Say that again. Kindness is not weakness. It's restrained strength. Right. And I think a lot of times we think that if we're kind and we're merciful, that that means we're weak. No, it means that we have the power to be overly aggressive. We have the ability to say whatever, but we restrain from doing that because we know that that's not the right thing to do. And it's not the smart thing to do. Yeah. And unfortunately, that comes with a lot of mistakes. You know, learning that and actually understanding that comes with a lot of screwing up. Well, and there's, and there's another word that comes, two words that come to mind, it's self-evaluation. Oh, yeah. We yeah. have to continually self-evaluate as men. You know, like, yeah, absolutely. There are times, man, I look at myself and I go, damn, man, John, why did you say that? Or why did you come across that way? And 
yeah, I know that you felt this way about it. And yeah, you may be right, but the way you handled it was so wrong, dude. And and then you've got to go back and you've got to mend fences that you've just basically drove one of them damn pickups or Jeeps or whatever the hell Ray's got in his yard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the big <laughs> the biggest part about self-evaluation is, you know, I know there's guys out there thinking this because I thought this at one point. And guys, we're not busting y'all's balls because we've been through this and we're living it. We're and busting we're, our own balls. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. We're not trying to I tear still got out. balls. I'm amazed. And <laughs> 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 Only because she gave them back to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she Truth. Them, she pulled them out of her purse. Truth. <laughs> but the big thing about self-evaluation is that is constant. Because as soon as you think, oh, I got this figured out. I know what it is. I got everything under control. Shit changes. It changes on the regular. So you have to constantly self-evaluate. You know, it's funny. I, I always think about this and, and you know, I got to go a little biblical on it because it reminds me of a story in the Bible when Nehemiah went back to, to uh, Jerusalem to rebuild the walls. And it talks about how he went in there and he got off of that donkey or that horse or whatever he was riding on. And he went and he inspected the walls to see exactly what needed to be done to, to rebuild them, or to mm -hmm. fortify them, or to you know to re-strengthen them, and what he found out is he didn't have to build the walls from ground up, right? But there were certain areas where he had to add things to the wall. He had to take, or he had to begin from from scratch or whatever it may be. Yeah, and and that reminds me of a lot in our lives when it comes to self evaluation. There are areas in our lives where we're just plugging up holes, and then there's other areas in our lives where we're doing reconstruction. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't mean that when you evaluate, you've got to start from scratch every time. It's Sometimes you just build off of what you already got. Correct. Yeah. And I think far too often men refuse to self-evaluate or go look at those certain things because they don't want to deal with the weaknesses or the breaches or the holes that's in their walls, so to speak, that they mm. have in their life. Dude, that was deep. Shoo. That was real deep. Because a lot Holy of, smokes. A lot of times people get overwhelmed by the amount of work required. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah, so, good point, Ray. So they think that, you know, well, hell, I got to rebuild everything. I just don't have the time for that. I, you know, I can't start from scratch. I can't. Dude, you don't have to do that. Sometimes all it takes is putting a block here. Refortification. Yeah, putting a block there. You know, just a little bit of change. Just a, just a slight little bit. And the amazing thing in that story is that they rebuilt the wall in record time. Right. When they looked at it, they thought they were going to have to rebuild the thing from scratch. And because they were able to refortify, plug some holes, you know, put some wood here, put some fortifications there, it didn't take nearly as long as they thought they would. Yeah. You know, the coolest part about that story is while they were fixing the wall, they had a trowel or a tool in one hand and a sword in the other, yeah, a weapon in the other. Because, yeah, because in our lives, as we think about it, as we're, we're doing that self-evaluation, we're going to be constantly under attack. Right. And whether it's going to be because of from people or the world or whatever it may be, we're going to be constantly under attack. And you've got to be able to fight and and work at the same time. Right. And so it, it takes it takes a lot of focus. It takes a lot of self-evaluation. And you know what? Sometimes, I'm going to be honest with the men that are listening to this podcast, sometimes it sucks. Yeah. Oh, dude. Because yeah. when you look at yourself really and realize, does. man, I, I'm really lacking in this area. It's a humbling experience. If it, you don't have a band of brothers too to to run with, yeah, you gotta have those you trust. You know, being a man is not easy. Now I know nowadays they say being a man is is 
toxic. Toxic. That's air quotes that y'all can't see. Mm -hmm. Air quotes toxic. Here's the thing, man, is that being a man is freaking hard. So I think half of these guys out there, I think half of the guys out there are just laying down. It's easier to give up. And you know what? I'll just go with what they say and not be masculine. Well, think about it. If you decided tomorrow, Fritzy and Ray, right? You're going to build a fence around your house. Mm -hmm. Would you try to do it by yourself? Or would you call a few friends maybe to come over and help you out? Definitely call friends. Oh, yeah. And would you not call people that are more, uh, you know, seasoned or more experienced in putting a fence up if you never built one Well, before? if you're smart, you would. Yeah. Right. And so what do we do as men? A lot of times, instead of calling other people in to help us build the wall or to help us build the fence, we try to do it alone. And then we build this thing that's just half-assed. And it, it, there's, no, there's no structure. There's no strength. And the first sign of, of, of bad weather or, or tribulation or, or turbulence in our lives, the fence blows over. That's when we wreck because ourselves. Because the posts ain't dig deep enough. The yeah. nails ain't in the right where they're supposed to be. There's not any fortification of what's going on. And it's all because we decided to build a fence we had no business building by ourselves. Yep, exactly. So why do we do that as men when it comes to the fortification of our lives? Especially when it comes to leading our homes. You know, that's when we wreck ourselves. I mean, I, I want dudes in our, my life that are going to help me in that area that are experienced. Right. Exactly. And that will tell you the truth. Dude. And, and you know what? For a lot of guys, that's a hard thing to hear. Mm. Hearing the truth is hard for them no, to hear. Because you want to saddle up with somebody that sees it the way you do. It, it's easier that way. It is. But that's the whole self-evaluation. That's what we're talking about is that you've got to get the guy. You got to surround yourself with people that are going to tell you the truth. And, the, and what's the reason for that? Because we need to be aware that we constantly need to be aware of the influence that we have and the people that are entrusted to us. Right. Yes. Whether it's our wives or our children. Yeah. Or even other men that are put in our path. Yeah. Right? Like like at work. Like, you know, the employees that, you're, that are working for you or working with you. Yeah. Same thing. And if you're not self-evaluating, refortifying, strengthening, rebuilding, uh, looking at the foundation of your life, your character, whatever it may be, uh, you're going to be influencing people in a way that you don't want to influence them. You know, I, Truth. Think, I think a lot of guys out there need to realize that every guy out there is a leader. They're a leader of something, whether it be other people, wife, kids, family, girlfriend, whatever it is. Even if it's yourself, you still have to lead yourself in the right direction because you can lead yourself astray easily. Well, I guess the million-dollar question then is, is why do men struggle in this area of their lives? Why do we struggle with this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Pride, ego, fear, peer pressure. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a multitude of different words that we can throw out there, right? Yeah. And, and, and it's all a bunch, as the button always says, a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. They're just distractions and, and reasons and excuses as to why... We're not fixated and focused on the things that we need to be focused. And I think for a lot of men, I think uh, Fritzy said it best, is fear. A lot of men are afraid. They're scared. They're scared to step up because they don't feel adequate. Yeah. Inadequacy is a crippler of men. Yeah. Anxiety. Yeah. And, loneliness. And, and that's, where, that's where it goes. It leads you yeah. down those paths. I mean, sure. Because if you don't check yourself, you're going to wreck yourself. Oh, without a doubt. And without it, a doubt. And if you're not... One of, the, one of the things I talk about a lot, uh, it, you know, when I talk to people, when they talk to me, 
about me as a person is I always say this. I'm very self-aware, right? There are a lot of dudes that aren't self-aware. And they don't see things from, from a realistic standpoint. I joke a lot, around a lot of times. I tell people, hey, I'm short, I'm fat, I'm balding, and I'm 48. I'm self-aware who I am. That doesn't mean that I lack any confidence in who I am. It doesn't mean that I'm, I'm intimidated or I, I feel lesser than I am. But I'm very self-aware of who I am. Right. And we're going to dive back into that real quickly after we take this quick break. You're listening to The Battle Podcast, a GSR podcast production. And now for that brief infomercial that you've come to love and appreciate. Going up. What up, men? Thank you for listening as we know your time is valuable. Have we helped you or anyone you know better their life? Will you consider helping us to grow with a gift or a sponsorship? A little goes a long way. And we need you to help spread the word. Because of you, we can make this continue to be a free resource for people all around the world. Email us at thebattlepodcast at gmail.com or give securely at paypal.me slash thebattlepodcast. Email us battlepodcast at gmail.com or paypal.me slash the battle podcast. We appreciate you and we thank you for listening and supporting and your generous gifts that keep us going. Now back to the show. But going back to what I was saying, Ray, it's about self-awareness, right? Right. We've got to be self-aware in who and what we are. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of men suffer in that area because maybe they don't like who they are. You know, I think a lot of that's got to do with confidence too. You know, I think a mm. lot of guys are good point, they're not, right? yeah, they're not confident in who they are. No. And that could come from, you know, their father, their their past, their history. But you need to like, you know, the biggest thing, like you said, is check yourself before you wreck yourself. So if you don't have that confidence, get surround yourself with those guys that can help you, help build you up help guide you in the right path. Well, I, mean, I think about this and, you know, a lot of people say to me, well, John, I mean, you talk about being self-aware. So how are you so self-aware? I'm like, to be honest with you, it's because I don't focus on who I am. I recognize whose I am. Oh, there you go. You know, and, and for those of you, I mean, I know there are people that listen to this podcast and you're not believers. And, you know, I'm not here to push my faith or my beliefs on anybody. But I can tell you right now, it takes a, an immense amount of pressure off of me recognizing whose I am rather than who I am. Yeah, because at that point, you don't care what other people think. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I know that in my heart of hearts, the divine creator of all things that created this universe, created me. Right. And he made me with a purpose, and he made me a specific way for a reason. Yep. And that, you know, and, and, and it's rather than push back on that, I need to learn to embrace that. Am I perfect? No. Do I say things I shouldn't say? Absolutely. Do I find myself doing things I shouldn't be doing? Absolutely. You know, do I think thoughts I shouldn't think? I mean... I'm a flawed man, right? Yep. yep. But at the end of the day, I find my confidence and my boldness in something outside of myself. Right. And that's what frees me and allows me to walk in that. Yeah. And there's so many people that don't have that freedom because they're not self-aware. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? You know, for those people out there who aren't Christians, it, it, it's going to be a struggle for you. It's going to be hard. You know, when you don't have that faith and that confidence and what we call God in our God, you're going to struggle with that because you're, you're thinking it all lands on you. It's all your responsibility and you care about what everybody thinks. But once you realize that it doesn't matter what everybody thinks, 
it's relieving. It's it's comforting. Well, and also understanding that the reason why we check ourselves is because it's not about us. Right. You know, and we, we recognize that this whole thing that we're involved in and this life that we have is about other people other than us. And we're responsible for other people. There, there's a word that comes to mind that comes out of that. It's called selflessness. Yeah. And selfless, selflessness is the adversary of self, I'm sorry, which is the opposite of selfishness. And selfishness is the adversary of love right. because it starts with humility. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you're selfish, you are not humble. It's about you. Yeah. But when you're selfless, you are humble. Yeah. And when you love people and you're in situations, you have to constantly self-evaluate, check yourself, because it's not about you. Right. Because when you're a selfish person, that love is just love for yourself. It's all about you. When you humble yourself, or that we call it humility, you realize that other people have are more important and more valuable than you. It you know, it's not just about you. Well, and I love that word that you use humility there, right? Because I'm a firm believer that as men, we shouldn't need to be taught humility. We should be the model of it. Ooh. Ooh. We should be modeling humility to the world. Yeah. As men. Because all great leaders and all great people are humble. Mm-hmm. They have to humble themselves and ask questions and recognize that they don't know everything. Right. You know, I, <laughs> I'm going to give you a little story here. I just hired, uh, we had a big issue. Um, one of our inspectors down south, he, re, he, he quit and went back to, to his homeland and all that. So I had to hire a new guy. I had to hire a new inspector out there. And I told him, the first thing I told him was like, look, you're going into this area. These people that you're going to be working with, they know all of the equipment and everything that you're dealing with way better than you do. I said, don't be so proud that you don't ask for help. You don't know the name of all the parts and all the pieces that you're going to be looking at, that you're going to be inspecting. I said, let them know right off the get that, look, I need your help. Be humble. You know what I mean? Show a little humility. Let them know that, look, I want to make sure I do the best job that I can do so that everybody is safe, everybody's okay. So will you please show me? What do you call this? What do you call that? Show me the part. Give me the part. Show me the name. Show me where the typical issues are. Teach me. Be humble. I think at the end, I'm sorry. I, didn't okay. mean to cut. I think at the end of the day, that's the hardest decision for the man is to decide to stand up, be different, and go against the toxic narrative that they're being bombarded with and embrace their masculinity and embrace who they are and embrace their responsibility as a father. Yeah. Well, what or I, a husband, yeah, what whatever was, that might be. What I was telling him basically was like, look, going out acting like you'd know everything doesn't make you a man. That's a fool. Right. Exactly. To letting these people know that, hey, look, you know what? I recognize that you know more about this than I do. I'm new to this area. So teach me, show me. And, you know, if we use that basic premise in the relationships of our lives with our children, with our wives, or whoever it may be. Mm -hmm. Ray, you know, like, you know, one of the things that I've come to realize, you know, we talk a lot on this podcast about younger men, right? Mm -hmm. And I've said on here before that, you know, we like to bitch about younger men and complain about them. But what are we doing to make them better, right? Right. 
at the end of the day, when are we as older men going to humble ourselves to get to better understand where they're coming from? Oh, shit. Thanks, Johnny. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, man. I, I, and it's like, I think about these things and, and I'm talking to myself here. It's like yeah. there are certain things and certain aspects of their lives that I'm like, yeah, I'm good with that. I want to do that. But at the same token, you know, we got to meet them where they're at. You're right. You're right. And we have to humble ourselves yep. and say, you know what? Yep. I don't, I'm not big on this, this, and this, but you know what? I need to know and understand this, this, and this so I can better understand them. Teach me. Yeah. Teach me. Yeah. Show me. Mm. Help me to understand why you think the way you think and why you feel the way you feel and what's been planted inside you because I don't understand it because it's it's so foreign to me. Oh. And it's the same thing with our spouses. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, we need to humble ourselves and say, I don't understand why you feel that way. Mm -hmm. Help me understand why you feel that way and help me to see what it is you're trying to say to me so I can better communicate with you in a way that helps you to express yourself. <sighs> and a lot of times we think, well, as men, it's like A to B, black and white. Right. You know, it's this is this is real simple. It's either this or it's either that. Uh -huh. But when you get involved with people and feelings and emotions and thoughts and, mm. and backgrounds and traditions and all these things that get thrown around, it's really easy to lose sight of what's going on in that person. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, and we need to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. Oh. Because you just, you just made it a whole lot harder. Yeah. It's vulnerability, man. It's uh, yeah. It's yeah. the man becoming vulnerable and saying, "Look, I don't know it all." So to be able to model it, dude. Just let y'all know we're we're we are literally having a conversation here in the booth right now. <laughs> so so to be able to model it, we have to be able to humble ourselves and let these kids know that well, kids, these young, this younger generation that we're trying to to guide. Let them know that we don't know it all. Well, we have to learn to embrace it. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's that's the big thing. Like, I remember years ago, we'd had in our men's group, we decided to do a, uh, a video game night. Uh -huh. And uh, the thought process was we had young adults and we had the men's group. And, and I was like, we have to find a way to bridge this gap. Yeah, I remember that. And we got to find a way to try to meet them where they are to better understand, to even build relationships, right? And it just blew my mind how many guys, older guys are like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to do that. Right. And I'm thinking. I was one of them. You know, you're like, what do you mean you don't want to do that? I mean, like, listen, this, this is an opportunity for us mm. to humble ourselves and say, you know what? Let's just humble ourselves and do this so we can at least open the dialogue and conversations to build relationships. Mm. And I think that so many times, we get stuck in our ways. And, hey, listen, I'm as cynical as they come sometimes. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm guilty of it, you know? That's why the older folks have uh, adult-only trailer parks. Yeah. or You know, like a, no kids allowed. Yeah, sub, yeah. You know, Because they don't want to understand that. You know, they, they've done their time raising kids and stuff like that. I don't want to understand oh, anybody. Man. But it's kind of hard to bitch and complain about it if you're not willing to do anything well, to fix it. I agree. And I, on the other, on the flip side of that coin, that's absolutely true. You don't have the right to bitch and moan about, about the way things are going. Yeah, exactly. If you're not willing to step up and try to help guide them. And, and, and that's, and you, that's truth right there. Oh. That's just pure raw truth, you know, because I was that guy for a while, man. Yeah, I, I could, get rid of these kids and uh, 
you know, uh, we, I think we've all sat, sat in my yard to stay off my lawn. Right. <laughs> you know, I think we've <laughs> you all, know how it goes. We've yeah. all sat around like, look, I don't want to be bothered with this. You know, I've done my, like you said, Fritzy, I've done my time. I've paid my dues, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, it's like, you can't sit there and, and look at this next generation coming up and, and complain about how they're not being men and they're not stepping up and they're not doing this or not doing that. And we're not willing to step outside of ourselves checking ourselves in order to help them become better to help them yeah yeah and i think it's a two-way street though because um we get met with a lot of rejection you know they don't want to they don't want to hear what this old guy's got to say but you know what but we, there's yeah, go ahead go we, ahead we have to embrace that said rejection yeah you know what i mean agreed and understand that these kids are coming from a completely different angle and we have to meet them on that angle. We have to we have to basically figure out how to impose our wisdom from what we've learned by growing, you know, growing to the ages we are and impose that wisdom on them so that they don't make the same mistakes we make. That that well, they can see it from a different the angle. The sad thing is though, I've heard from a lot of retirees, they tell me I just don't have the energy. Yeah, uh, I just don't have the energy to do it, you know. And, that's and, just a, that's just an easy way of saying I don't want to deal with it. Well, exactly. Yeah. And then they move into an adult-only yeah. trailer park, and then the, and then they, they sit there and they wonder why these twenty-something-year-olds are doing this and doing that when they don't have. I mean, we're living in a nation, guys. With statistics have proven that fifty percent of young men are being raised by women. Yeah, truth. I mean, and and we're sitting here and we're wondering why we're in the situation we're in. Well, this the reality of it is is because. We haven't checked ourselves. Right. And, and, you know, we could talk about the, the other part of it is wreck yourself. Well, yeah, you're going to wreck yourself because these young men are going to be what's leading this nation and it's going to be pushing forward what's going to go on in the future. And if we're not raising these men up with values and integrity and morality and character, how can we ever expect them to just magically have these things? Well, and somehow we have to have the strength to stand against the narrative. Yeah. That they're being taught in the in the schools and we need to we need to have them embrace themselves, not not go with the narrative, not go with what everybody's telling them to do, but to embrace themselves. Truth. That and, and the other part of it too, if we're gonna be honest with ourselves, is get past this bullshit of they're wrong and we're right. Damn, oh, shit. Damn it, Johnny. You are killing me tonight. I mean, if, yeah, if, 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 but it's true. I mean, we look at the way that they think, the way that they act. Well, you know what? They're products of their environment. This yeah. is the way that this is a world that they live in. It's like the thing with like social media. It's not going away. Yeah. No. You know, video games are not going away. No. Nope. Um, the way that they communicate, the way that they interact is the way that they communicate and they interact. Period. And we can sit here and be pissed off about it all we want and not like it and not want to be a part of it. But at the end of the day, at what what cost? Yeah, what at what means are we gonna come to at the end of this all to where we aren't wrecking ourselves because we're not willing to get beyond ourselves? There's just certain things that we have to understand as men that are uncomfortable that we don't like. Yeah. And and by not checking ourselves in that situation, we are definitely wrecking ourselves. Well, we're part of the problem. Yeah. Because then we feed the narrative, nobody really cares. Mm. Think about it. I mean. When, when these guys are being told, look, nobody really gives a shit about you. Worry about you. Do you. Do you, boo. Mm. And then all of a sudden, in a place just to say, for instance, you know, the simplicity of the church, 
if we've got older men not willing to meet the younger men where they're at, are we not feeding into that narrative? Yeah, of course. Again, it's not about coddling. It's no. not about everybody gets a trophy. It's about, look, there is a real life issue that we need to address. And we have to meet these people where they are at. Because if we don't, we're not going to get their attention. And do it while they're still here. Yeah. Because life is a vapor. It's a, it's a thread. Yeah. Do it while they're still here. Please don't waste any more time. Time is the most valued commodity we have. As we sit here and we listen to what we're talking about tonight on this podcast, you know, we've got to take responsibility. We've got to check ourselves as men. We got to quit pointing fingers and blaming everything and everybody else and start looking in the mirror. There are young men that are out there right now that are desperately needing a man to come alongside them to come alongside them. And I can't, I can't emphasize that enough. You've got to come alongside them and embrace them where they're at. Because if we can't accept them where they are, men, we're never going to be able to impart any kind of wisdom or discernment in them. It's not going to happen. Because now it's an us against them mentality. And it ain't that's not the way that this thing should be. You know, there's some of you guys out there right now, maybe you don't have children. Maybe you're retired. Maybe you have time on your hands or whatever. You should be vesting in the lives of younger men. Help them to be better men, to be better people, to be contributors to society, to speak words of encouragement, to breathe the breath of life into these young men to empower them in a way that makes them want to go out to do better and to be better. If you're sitting around pointing your fingers, man, trying to blame everything and everybody else on why things are the way they are, well, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Is that, my friends? Well, hell, that's where the rubber meets the road. <laughs> 